Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One day I may make, I may look back and say, Lisa, what on earth were you thinking? I'm watching this video right now in my 60s going, you're so stupid. I can't believe you made that decision. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. Hi. I'm your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I'm here with Lisa Bilyeu. Yes. What is up, homegirl? This question is from yeah. Julia Feldman Cherner. Says, do you think you could ever regret not having children? 100% Once I already Once you're too it. old to have them and you'll see your friends' children grow up and take care of each other and then their grandchildren, how do you prepare for the potential regret? Yeah, so you, we have so different perspectives. It's interesting. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Um, my whole thing is... You walk into a room, there are 1,000 open doors. Mm. You have to close all of them but one in order to move forward. I've heard you say this a lot recently. It's like a new thing. We were talking about something in like a Q&A and it clicked. And I was like, they were asking a question or something and I just imagined them standing in a door with 1,000 doors. And I realized this is where people fail. Like each one of those doors is thrilling. Like you want to go through and look, it's degrees right Right. like some degrees are interesting other degrees like deep passion and on that spectrum it's like the paralysis is how like the moment i choose i'm gonna wish i had gone through another door and i really believe it's people who understand that is a fucking mental trick your mind is playing on you it is not real and you just have to move forward and you have to be able to emotionally close those doors so something that i've gotten good at this was not me being born good at this i used to be paralyzed by this but the thing that i've forced myself to get good at is i am closing on principle to be who i want to be i'm closing 999 of those doors with rapidity and going through a door Mm -hmm. now i know that once i do that i will have that sting of regret I for sure, I already regret not having kids. There are moments where I'm with the babies, our furry children, and I feel like such love for them that I'm like, oh my God, like, can you imagine, like, if we had a toddler running around, like, that'd be amazing. Or like a teenager who they're rebelling, but like, you get the part of the cycle that they're in. And so it's like, you're heartbroken, but it's amazing at the same time. And then like the wedding day and like walking him down the aisle and I would just be a mess. <laughs> and it would be so beautiful. Like, I get it. But the only thing that I want more than that is to every day wake up and say, what do I want to create? What impact do I want to have on the world? Because children, I can't remember what philosopher said this, but they said the only impossible job is raising children. It is the chaos theory at its finest. There are so many variables 
there, there's just no way to do it right. A hundred percent. Like there, there are ways right. to create beauty and do wonderful things and all that, but there are also like avalanches of problems and pain and suffering. And there is a reason that people's happiness goes down. So I know that if the door I walk through is kids, I'll regret more the things that I could have done with my life. Or, and this is why I didn't close the door on you. And I said, hey, if that's something you really need, like I, I am committed to you, woman. I am committed to you. So if you had said, I need children to be fulfilled and to thrive, of course we're going to have kids. Like that would immediately have tipped the balance for me in that direction. No problem. I would close the other 999 doors. I would walk through that. I would have the regret, but just like I have the regret of not having kids now, but I would still walk through confidently and build a beautiful life around that. But the one thing that I told you, you're the caretaker, not the sole caretaker, but you can't ask me to give up my ambition. So that means that just from an hours perspective, you're gonna be putting more hours into the kids. The kids would become your full-time job. Mm -hmm. Building the company, generating revenue and all that would become my full-time job. If the kids ever didn't have a roof over their head, food to eat, that is my responsibility, not yours. But if I come home and the kids are in a state and a total mess, that's your responsibility, not mine. But you would also come home and then feel obligated to spend time with them. So, That's another thing. so you would go, okay, well, to not interfere with my ambition and my drive and what I'm trying to do with the business, I can spend an hour or so with them or however long. And then where does that leave me? Yeah. So in fact, I have a crushing sense of obligation to our dogs, mm -hmm. which you and I have talked about. Yeah. And it is, so you're totally on the money, like just now. So we have a thing, which, wow, I really don't want to get into this. But um, when our dog, so we do wee pads so that we don't have to take our dogs out at little. any given interval. They're very small. Um, that way we could be maximally flexible. We try to make sure that they um, get out virtually every day. And um, our assistant walks them and they get lovely long walks and all that. But um, when they were our actual last set of dogs, Batman, bless his little soul. Um, he had a thing with, I think it's called coprophagia, where they, <laughs> they don't entirely digest their food. So they would, um, if their business was left out too long, they would actually consume it. That horrifies me. I can't even like bring myself to say it in a succinct way. So we started giving them treats uh, when they went potty. Right. So they wouldn't do that. And um, so now that's like a whole thing, like to give them treats. And literally right before we were supposed to go live, like they had gone potty and you were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, you can't like leave it like the poor dogs, like they have the cycle and they get a tea and like, sorry, we say that because that's code. So they don't start freaking out. <laughs> they get a treat. And um, like that sense of obligation for me is very, very extreme. And when we didn't have an assistant, I used to have to take him for walks every time. I would be so exhausted mm -hmm. late at night, early morning, whatever. And I would like, I have to take them because I feel that crushing sense of obligation. I know it would be 10 X with kids. Oh, so God. yes, I would come home and spend time with them. Yeah. So then that's more distance between you and I and just, yeah. yeah. It's funny how we come to the same conclusion, but we don't actually process it the same. So for me, um, I really think about, um, what's the worst case scenario? Like that's actually the first thing I ask myself. Like what is the worst, if I don't have children, what is the, the worst case for me that I would regret? Like what are those things? And going back to dying, <laughs> we spoke about yeah, this. Like, but I literally think like, 
So I'm obviously not getting any younger. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, I know. You need to figure <laughs> this out. This is a one-way street? You need to figure what it out, happening? can you? Um, and so I think to myself, um, you know, like I'm each year, like I'm my chances of getting pregnant if I really want to do it getting worse and worse and worse. Right. Um, and so I get that the clock is ticking for me. So there's no real cushion now to change my mind. Probably a few years, but still. Right. Um, so I just go, okay, well, if I can't change my mind and I can only make the decision right now, what is that worst case scenario? And the worst case scenario is, God forbid something happened to you, right? And you are the center of my universe, the center of my universe. And so if we had a daughter or a son, I would still feel that connection with you. And I would still feel like I have a piece of you with me. And, and you could now, latch onto them like a succubus yeah, and like drain I probably, their will to live. Sadly, I, I, I may do that, especially initially, right? Like, <laughs> But, but I would, I'd be like, Who's calling oh, mom today? I'd be like, your dad, like he would have done this. And like, I really would have found joy and right. emotional pleasure and satisfaction in turning to the children. Sure. Um, and so if something happened to you and we didn't have children, what am I left with? Right? Like, who cares about money, the house, like all of that, it doesn't matter. Like, what am I left with? I would feel very empty. And so I think about that. And so initially, once we had decided to not have children, I actually mentioned to you about freezing my eggs mm. and freezing your sperm as a like, just in case, like kind of like as a backup plan. Right. right? And I think that that's a good idea. In, yeah. Like in kind of thinking about it. But then I thought, well, if something happened to you, I wouldn't then go and have a child. No. Like that'd be super weird. Like I just, yeah, I wouldn't find the satisfaction that I would looking for in that. So then it was, I was just really doing it as a backup if I got too old to be able to have kids. And so I really did process every little thing or like what happens when I'm in my seventies and something happens to you. Sorry, I hate to like keep bringing it back to something happening. Yeah, why do to you. I keep dying young? Well, who I don't else understand though? Like if I'm dying, then I don't care. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so I would really think about like, in my 70s, like people always say they don't want to be alone. Well, I surround myself with people like to build real connections. So I don't think it has to be like you give birth to them for it to matter. Like I have a sister that I'm completely, like we say that we come from one soul. Like I love my sister so much that I want to be around her in my 70s. I want to be around my brothers in my 70s. So like, I don't think it has to be a child. I want to be around my friends, about the community that we're building right now, to be able to be in my 70s and have this community that is embodying impact. Like, I think about those things. Right. And then I think about what I'd have to give up on my day-to-day -day and I weigh my options and I think, okay, well, for me, not having children is the best and I could definitely regret it, 100%. Like, just embrace it. One day I may make... I may look back and say, Lisa, what on earth were you thinking? I'm watching this video right now in my 60s going, you're so stupid. I can't believe you made that decision. That's a big possibility. And I'm aware of that. And I think almost being aware of it allows me to be okay with it. Because I have to make a decision one way or another. You can't kind of, kind of have kids. Like, either I'm going to or I'm not. You could borrow kids. Yeah, you could. But, Adopt um, an intern. You could do that. <laughs> yeah, a grown intern.